Do you have opinions that you feel you can't express? I think we all do. Are you looking for a place to stir up conversation and let your opinions be heard? I want to introduce you to a new alternative social media site, Snippy.com. Snippy is an unbiased social media platform that's all about conversation and community. Snippy not only encourages freedom of expression, but guarantees its users the ability to discuss topics freely, without any suppression from administrators. Check in for a quick update about current events, or spend hours scrolling through users' posts. Write your thoughts and strike up conversation. Snippy's founders have intentionally created a forum where anyone can feel free to express their thoughts, frustrations, ideas, anything really. It's a place where discussion is valued. A place where your opinion matters. Totally free. Go to snippy.com now to express yourself. No shadow banning, no character limit, and no suppression of conservative thought ever. Check out the website at snippy.com or download the app. No censorship. No agenda. Join us at Snippy to get the discussion rolling. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Just keep your dial tuned right where it is because we've got a great show for you tonight. Harry Dent Jr. with us for a couple hours, founder of Dent Research, which publishes the newsletters Economy and Markets, Boom and Bust, and The Leading Edge, among many others. He has an MBA from Harvard, was a consultant for several Fortune 100 companies while at Bain & Company and lectures widely across the globe. His latest book that came out in November of 2017, Zero Hour. Harry, what is going on with the stock market, my friend? Well, you know, George, we've been warning, you know, for years, but especially in recent months that we're coming into a top either right now, and now we've seen signs of that in the last few days, or if we can hold from just like you know, 10 to 15% correction here, which we're already close to that, um, we may make it, you know, into next year, but, but this is the greatest bubble in modern history. It has been extended by $16 trillion of free money printed since 2009, and now a trillion and a half tax cuts from Trump, $2 trillion repatriated from overseas. This stuff just keeps piling into the stock market. It's the most overvalued it's ever been, even now more than early 2000, the greatest bubble we've seen in our lifetime, which, of course, crashed uh, you know, uh, 78% for the uh, tech stocks and stuff. And, and uh, this could be the beginning. I've got some signs I can talk about and stuff, but, but this could be the beginning of it. And, and this is not something you want to sit through. Mo- you know, most of the times stocks go up and then they correct 10 or 20%. That's fine. Most people should sit through that. Not, I call this a great reset. This only happens once in a generation and even more so every 90 years, like a clock, and we're coming right on that clock. And stocks can be down 70, 80, 90% and take 20 to 25 years to get back there. You do not hold through this, and you do not listen to your stockbroker at this time. Do you buy back in when things hit the bottom? Yeah, you know, that's the secret, George. A lot of people say, well, what do I do with my money? Well, first of all, you can be in high-quality bonds and make money, which you did all through the 1930s, the Great Depression, when everything else was down. But the biggest bonus is if you preserve your money or are in high-quality bonds making some money, uh, or if you're really daring and you short the market a little bit, you've got money to buy things when they're down. I mean, imagine if you could buy the best companies in the world, like Amazon or Apple or whatever, or Coca-Cola, for 80 
percent off or ninety percent mm-hmm. off because they're going to they're going to come back. Yeah, oh yeah, they will come back. And, and now we also have demographic research that will tell people which parts of the world or which types of companies will come back stronger or not. So that's an extra advantage. Gold, you know, imagine if you could buy gold at four to seven hundred dollars. Oh, next time it goes to four thousand instead of two thousand. So no, that that's the real advantage when when they correct this much. It happens quickly. These big corrections happen on, in only two to three years, and then you get to buy what, what my previous book was called, The Sale of a Lifetime. That, that, nothing, nothing beats that. The problem is most people lose all their money, or their house goes down 50%, or their stocks go down 80%, and they don't have any net worth left to buy things when they're on That's the right. That's right. Well, what are the indicators? I mean, the market the last two days has really taken it on the chin. What's the cause for that? Is it just panic, or what, what's happening? Well, well, two things, and actually they both relate back to the good old Donald. Um, last week you saw um, Treasury bond yields, you know, the yields on, on the risk-free 10- and 30-year bonds shoot up um, rather dramatically, and we were predicting this would happen. We said, look, if the 30-year Treasury bond breaks above 3.2%, it's probably going to go to 4.3% in, in less than a year, and that's going to raise mortgage rates, and that hurts stocks because now bonds are more attractive and stock values are based on you know low interest rates or higher for stock values and higher or lower. So, you know, that was the first thing that happened. But the second thing is, is you know, concerns over China. I mean, this, this trade war, yes, it may be a good thing to do, and China may be cheating in a lot of ways, but China has been the fastest-growing economy in the world. It's already stalling and slowing, and now it's slowing more, and the markets are concerned. Oh, my gosh, if China keeps slowing here, that's going to trigger a worldwide uh, downturn and crash. And so, so it was rising interest rates. And, um, and, and, and more, you know, concerns about China. Its market just broke a key point we've been talking about for the last month at 2640. Um, you know, that doesn't sound like much, but it, you know, it was 5,500, not, you know, a few years ago. It crashed 45% in three months, and then it's had this kind of limp rally for years, and it's been waiting to go back down. We said, look, it breaks 2640. That, that's a sign that China's starting to go down again, and it, it, it did that uh, in the last two days. It's at 2580 right now, so that's another sign that, that something wrong. And, and again, that was the biggest concern. A lot of people keep thinking, oh, it's just more interest rates. No, the interest rates was the first whack. These last two days had a lot more to do with China, and Trump is really pushing this trade war, and it is dangerous, even though it may be a good policy in a lot of ways. And Trump has been goosing the economy with tax cuts and all this sort of stimulus and stuff, and that causes inflation to go up, which it has, and it causes growth to go up temporarily. And what is the Federal Reserve going to do? They're going to raise interest rates. That's what they do. If the economy is overheating, they raise interest rates. If it's slowing, they lower interest rates, which they now they've done for nine years, which is ridiculous. And, and, and now Trump's screaming, oh, my gosh, you know, I've created this great thing, and the Trump's wrecking it. No, this was predictable. He's not, you know, he's got some, you know, gut feelings, we've got to do this and that. He's not savvy at all when it comes to the consequences uh, of things and the economic impacts. He basically is probably the prime reason for this um, pullback. Now, it hasn't gotten dangerous yet, but it came right to that. Um, yesterday's close. Well, what happens, right. Harry, if we get a couple more days of downturns? I mean, tomorrow, if we have another 500-point drop, 
I mean, then will people start saying there's something wrong here? Yes, yes. We're, we're just at that point. We, we have to remember, we had, a, we had a correction like this at the beginning of the year. The markets peaked in, in late January, real kind of like blow-off top, classic thing. And then that, that was looking like it could have been a top. We had a correction, a sharp correction, just like this. It was down about 10 to 12% in different markets, but then it stopped. And, and, and it stopped right about here, you know, where we are now. And then it kind of like went sideways and then it came back up. That's the trick, George, I've learned from when, when you got a bubble of this magnitude. What happens when it does finally burst, and then that's when the smart money finally says, okay, this thing's over, and they start selling and shorting the market. It happens very quickly. You'll see, and I've seen this, the last seven stock bubbles throughout the history, everything from the Nikkei in the early 90s and the 1929 to 32 crash and, and every other one in the last century, including the tech wreck and recent bubbles, that first crash will be 42% on average in the first two and a half months. Jeez. In other words, people get whacked. And that's the sign. that That's the only way you know that the bubble has finally burst. The problem is by time that comes, People are already in trouble and they're panicking and they get whacked hard. So but the, the danger sign is if we keep going down, and, and, and literally I, the markets do look like they're going to open up tomorrow, but that'd be, that's just a bounce after you know 1,400 points. It may open up two to 300 points tomorrow. That's nothing so far, but it is bouncing off a critical level. We've been warning our subscribers, 1,700 on the S&P 500, 25,000 on the Dow. If the market breaks that, that's the first sign that something's wrong. And, yes, the markets and the traders are going to take that as a bad sign, and you'll see another steep sell-off. And then the odds keep going up that this is a top. And if it is a top, we've got not 50, 54% like last crash. It's going to be more like 70 80% or more over a few years. And, and, again, the first half of that crash will happen in the first two to three months typically, and that's what makes bubbles so dangerous. Um, uh, you know, the Rothschild guy, Baron Rothschild, once, you know, when somebody asked what, what was the secret to his wealth in the 1800s, I think he was the wealthiest man in the world, he said, you know, I always sold a bit early because that's how <laughs> bubbles do. This is a bubble. This isn't a normal bull market that corrects in a nice staircase manner and goes down. Bubbles go up dramatically, and they crash in, in half the time, and they crash twice uh, as dramatically. So, so that's why I warn people so hard on this. This is a once-in-a-lifetime event, and it, it, the signs to me are building. We've been telling people, man, this looks like a top here, and if it doesn't top here, if we only get... The, the good part is we can gauge this. If we only get a normal 10, 15 percent or so correction by the end of the year, then we're probably good for one more rally, one more Trump rally into next year before this thing blows. But uh, right now, the, the odds are shifting towards uh, it's already happening, so people should be on alert. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.